Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite travel podcast, Amazing Adventures with David and Nicole. I'm your host, Josh, and today we are going to talk about the fabulous Turks and Caicos. David, take it away. So Turks and Caicos is a country that for a long time I never even heard of, didn't know anything about. A lot of folks from the East Coast go there, but I got out of the East Coast by the time I was 22. I assume by now you will have heard our uh, podcast about uh, Costa Rica. Well, there are two things about the Costa Rica trip. Oh, and the See Here Now Festival are actually both connected, right? So the Costa Rica trip happened because my friends Ted and Robin, who we went to the See Here Now Festival with, I saw on Facebook on a Sunday in January that they had a trip to Turks and Caicos that was destroyed by a blizzard in New Jersey and their flights were canceled. So I reached out to see where they planned on staying. I didn't know anything about the place. And uh, so I'm really starting with why we went and more and less about what they are. And Nicole will give you a lot of more history. But anyways, um, they had an Airbnb in Turks and Caicos. And so I thought this is where we should go. But the flights were ridiculous. So I said, no, we're not going to do that. And so that was a year ago, February. Or was it just this past February? In any event... Uh, so Turks and Caicos got on our radar, and why do you? Why would they get on our radar just because of Ted and Robin? Well, Southwest Airlines flies to Turks and Caicos, technically providentialis. So of course I looked at it too expensive, and you know even with the companion pass, I thought it wasn't worth you know a thousand dollars for us to drop, just drop and go. Plus it's a longer flight than Costa Rica, so we went to Costa Rica. But I've kept I kept it on my radar. So now. Um, in March of this past year, 2023, Southwest Airlines offered up a deal that if you booked a flight and took it in the next 14 days, you would get a 20% discount um, if you did it using points, which, of course, all these flights that I pay for, I'm racking up the points, the credit cards that I use strategically. So we were sitting here on the party one Wednesday night with our friend Mischievous Michelle, and we started talking about this Southwest deal and I'm, you know, if you offer me a flight deal, that's too good to be true. I'm going to keep an eye on it and see how to make it work. So it was Wednesday night. Mischievous Michelle was here. Um, you'll learn a lot more about her in Charlotte. And, um, she's also a fellow Yankee, which is really cool. And, uh, the Southwest deal was expiring. So I started playing around on the laptop while Nicole and Michelle were drinking wine. And, um, I found a round-trip flight to Turks and Caicos from Austin, leaving on a Friday that Nicole had off for a holiday and coming back on Monday. And it was really inexpensive. Was it, I think it was less than $500? I think so. I think it was less than $500, which then $100 off for the 20% discount, then the companion pass. So it was like going to be less than $500 for two round-trip tickets to Turks and Caicos in and out of Fort Lauderdale. So one stop. Um, the flight times weren't horrendous, although as I'm reviewing the stories on Facebook, I see that we were in the airport in Austin before 7. Um, I know that because they're not serving drinks at the bars before 7. Um, but in any event, I said, Nicole, we got to go to Turks and Caicos. And Nicole says, we're not going to Turks and Caicos I was, next weekend. I was like, yeah, we're going next weekend. We have to go. She says, no. And This seems to be a running theme with you saying, hey, let's go somewhere. <laughs> it and is, Nicole saying no. 
Yeah, it is the story of the travel. And it's, yet we're still talking about a trip to Turks and Caicos where we went after I said no. Right. This one you weren't kidnapped, at least. <laughs> but Mich- Michelle said, how can you not go when two tickets cost less than $500? And Nicole says, we are not the kind of people who just drop everything and go to Turks and Caicos in a week. And Michelle says, I think you are. And I said, you've got two hours to find us a place to stay. So Nicole did some research, which she'll or tell Or he you. threatened that we would sleep in a car or on the beach. <laughs> Not bad alternatives. <laughs> and so on a Wednesday night, uh, alcohol fuel-induced, Nicole found an Airbnb that she's going to tell you about. And we booked our flight on a Wednesday night to leave the following Friday to go to Turks and Caicos for a long uh, three-night, three-day weekend, basically. And that's why we went... So why don't you talk a little bit about what you found out about Turks and Caicos? Um, So I had to start with finding a place to stay, knowing nothing about Turks and Caicos. Um, But I found an Airbnb called the Coral Cottage. And it was, for the entire trip, I think it was like under $400. Four to six, but... Yeah, it was was relatively inexpensive. And it was a studio apartment... um, and I couldn't tell whether it had a view or anything, but the location seemed to be okay. I mean, Providentialis is not a big island, so it's, you know, in fact, there are no traffic lights, by the way. Zero. Right. The There's... entire island has no traffic lights. I think it's 35 miles the entire length of the island. Kyle folks would love it because there's plenty of roundabouts. Yes. Instead of lights, they have roundabouts. And people take them really, really fast. And also, this is where you drive seated on the the, most of the cars. You're going to be seated on the right side, which was this is the second time in two months now. And you're driving on the left. I'm driving, yeah, sitting in the right side of the car, driving on the left side of the road. Um, So it was a quick study, which I was 99 for 100 on. And, and uh, I drove too. That's right, you did. I actually drove drove so on the wrong side of the road. So she found this incredible Airbnb, and we got there, and it turns out that the view was so we thought epic. Now, in truth, it was epic. It turned out to not be the best view we saw. Um, I don't know what Turks and Caicos the language is for, but I mean, it's got to mean something close to beautiful and outstanding. I don't know. It mm. was every view. I know what the it stands for. Oh, there we go. So tell us about a little bit about so Turks the and re- the way that Turks and Caicos got its name is number one the the main the cactus that is all over the place is the Turkhead cactus. It's uh, and it was named the Turkhead because it resembled the um, um, the monks that were settled there for a time uh, because it's got the little it's got the little red top on it um i I know you've seen something similar and then also uh is where the uh caicos came from and that is that stands for uh or it means string of islands it because so there's more than one island in turks and caicos um providentialis is uh where the airport that southwest flies into but there are several other islands that we did not explore but i have to say We've been a lot of places, and Turks and Caicos is by far the most beautiful. 
Absolutely. Uh, the chalk sound, um, it's, it's like a type of lagoon, but it's, it's very shallow. Um, it is, it almost glows. The, the blue green of it is so translucent. It, it just, you cannot capture the beauty in pictures. You have to be there, um, to really understand how gorgeous it is. And there's actually a, there's an airplane that's wrecked in the, uh, chalk sound where you can pay to go on a tour now you can you're not allowed to go on boats on the chalk sound um you can't have any kind of motorized boats uh they are very very protective of that uh environment so there's two boats i think one of them uh goes off from a restaurant there in chalk sound and you can go and you can snorkel at this airplane wreck and we didn't get an opportunity to do that so we'd like to do, go back and do that because i can imagine it's it's got got to be phenomenal as long as the trip's not put on by titan you're probably good <laughs> <laughs> well and um like i've said many times uh, so far two things one is our goal is not necessarily we really don't intend to go to the same place twice We've softened that rule for certain reasons. Turks and Caicos is a good reason just because the beauty alone. Uh, plus, it'd be great if one day we had passports for the grandkids to take them when they're small um, because of what the sounds are like, which Nicole's about to describe. And um, the other thing is, you know, our long-term goal on this is we intend to, when we can finally retire in nine years and 10 months and 11, 12 days, that... Uh, we intend to move to the Caribbean to retire there. And so we, when people say, oh, you travel so much, I always say, oh, we're just shopping. And Turks and Caicos was so far down on the radar. First it was Ted and Robin's ill-fated, you know, January trip. Uh, and then it was Southwest had to put on a sale. And after we went, we said, we know we would go back. I want to drop a, I, I want to drop a real quick note because we had multiple people ask us when we were posting on facebook about this the airbnb is a place called coral cottage which is kind of pretty awesome because one of our granddaughter's name is coral spelled different but still um so coral cottage in turks and caicos on providentialis is a great great place for a couple to stay yeah and they were really great about um being responsive and letting us know they had beach chairs that we were able to use a cooler um, there was a little ref refrigerator and she felt bad that the refrigerator was so small. It's like, well, we're just putting drinks in it. Uh, but she offered to bring extra ice to put in the cooler so that we could have more space, which we didn't actually need. Um, I will say you either need to buy your own shampoo and conditioner and soap or bring it because she didn't provide that. And I didn't realize that before we got there. Right. Um, but the, the, bed everything's like white in this um this studio and you would think that that would be bad but um it was it was great and yeah. and the way the bed is situated it's you wake up and you're looking out the balcony and you can see the beautiful um sound the you know that's right out there it's you know just a phenomenal view and and the waters around Providentialis is very, very shallow for a very, very far out. So it's a light turquoise green blue. 
until it gets out to where it drops and it'll drop very drastically and then you see the dark so you ha see that color variation um, that is just phenomenal um, the sand is really nice fine sand it's it's great like and we went to several different uh, bays and I would recommend getting a rental car so you can explore the entire island you do not have to have one because if you stay at a resort the most famous beach is Grace Bay Beach and it has been in the top five beaches in the world on multiple different whatever yeah lists so it's gorgeous and there are lots of resorts there's lots of places to eat and drink there yeah, so you could get a ride from the airport and a lot of those hotels will provide shuttles and and you could just stay there and, and you'd be fine um but it is a lot of fun to get to see the entire island and you would not be able to see the chalk sound from there so that you would miss out on that and i think that's uh huge although you can see it from the airplane so yeah. that was that was really nice but but like taylor bay beach is a it's not like a public beach it's it's public you're allowed to go on it but it's very hard to find so i'll have to put some tips on how to find it on our uh facebook page um and that's amazing adventures on facebook because it's difficult there's one small little place to get on in it and then you have to bring your own drinks and food or whatever you want but you can walk out for i had my my fitness watch so i was able to see how far i was i went three quarters of a mile and I, it still was only to my thigh and there weren't a bunch of waves it was real gentle lapping and i could just picture people with younger kids that aren't swimming and you know just being able to be relaxed and let their kids just enjoy the water without worrying that they're going to get, you know, taken out by a rip current or something. Well, and another thing that was great was so Nicole found these other bays and we went to Grace Bay and Grace Bay is beautiful. In fact, I posted on my Facebook page, I, we were sitting on Grace Bay Beach. We had our drinks. We had our books. I don't know if I mentioned, but we frequently take books and music to a lake or a pool or a bay or whatever and read and drink and relax. And um, it must have been five o'clock and I took a picture of the sun still up over the bay and I made a comment about, you know, Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett's it's five o'clock somewhere that this is probably as beautiful a sight that you could see at five o'clock and maybe it inspired their song. That was Grace Bay Beach. Um, when we went to Taylor Bay and we went to a second bay. Um, so, but, uh, Sapadilla. Sapadilla. I think both of those were more beautiful than Grace Bay. And Grace Bay is one of the top five in the world on all the travel lists. And I'm sure it has a lot to do with the resorts and the ability to have bars and the restaurants. Right. But uh, It was much more crowded at Grace Bay Beach mm -hmm. versus uh, Taylor Bay Beach. Now, right. uh, Sapadilla Beach had a little bit more people because there were vendors. You know, So if you want the convenience of being able to walk up and get drinks and not having to carry them yourselves... Sapadilla Beach would be great, but it's also where you you can walk out almost as far as you can at Taylor Bay without all of the waves and everything. And then, you know, another advantage was we were coming back from those two bays and it was mid-afternoon and we were, we'd been drinking, but we were okay, but we were hungry. 
and we stopped at a place called Las Brisas. And Las Brisas actually has um, a patio that overlooks uh, the Chalk, the chalk sound. sound. So now your views are the best you've ever seen of water, and there's great food. The staff was excellent. And um, one, one of the best things about, so Turks and Caicos, they, they speak broken English. It's Jamaican-ish, I guess, is the way you'd put it, or more Bahamanish. Um, but they have a local brewery there called Turks Head Brewery, which Nicole explained the significance. And they have some of the awesome named local beers. Uh, they have a lager. It's called Ayengalai. Uh, they have a amber called Gontanort, which is how they say that they've gone to a northern island. Um, they've got an IPA called Down the Road. Like, hey, how do I get to Taylor Bay? It's Down the Road, man. Down the Road. And then uh, if you reach out to somebody that you're waiting for and they're not there yet, you know, it's a light, their light beer is, I soon reach. It's like, hey, are you coming? Yeah, 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 I soon reach. And those are the names of the beers. So, of course, we tried them all. Uh, it was like everything about it. But Las Brisas is where you would catch that uh, that tour on the boat to go do the, the snorkel on the, um, for the airplane. Right. But the service was great there. The food was phenomenal. We had uh, like a nachos uh, dish that was really good. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah, we, um, it, it was such a good, good trip. And, huh. uh, oh, and our, uh, our Airbnb did not have a coffee maker. Uh, which is problematic for me because I have to have my coffee in the morning, but they had a French press. So um, I had to Google and learn how to use a French press. And man, that coffee was phenomenal. I, I was a big fan. It was fun. It was fun. You know, I'm all about adventure and, you know, it was an adventure to use a French press. One, one thing you'll learn about Nicole as these pods drop are uh that if there's something local to do try whatnot she's gonna do it doesn't matter what it is no matter how girly it may or may not be so that was her first coffee of the day and then we went to the grocery store to get uh provisions for our day on the sound and nicole found her second coffee of the day yeah it was called moth um, and it was a coffee in a can. Technically an espresso martini. espresso martini in a can with vodka. And the name Moth stood for Mix of Total Happiness. And it was. <laughs> um, she says that because she doesn't remember much after drinking it. It was a can. It's not quite. I don't even think it's a 12-ounce can. I think it's an 8 or 9-ounce can. 14.9% mm. val- volume. Alcohol by alcohol, volume. Alcohol by volume. 14.9%. So it she, was lovely. It was. Um, and then, so, um, you know, and the and we, so we, so we went to the grocery store uh, and uh, we went to the sounds. We went to the other sound. We went to a. Oh, what did we have to get at the grocery store? You forgot something. Well, that's towards the end. We talk about what I forgot. We forgot something. I forgot more than You something. should talk about it now. Okay, we sure. just went to the grocery so store. So I, uh, shout out to Menon. Uh, my deodorant for about 30 or 40 years is Men and Speed Stick. <laughs> and somehow, some way, they've managed to turn a four to five inch long, uh, large, tall, whatever you call it, container of deodorant and claim it's three ounces uh, to 
make TSA happy, which I kind of don't believe, but I'm not going to complain because it benefits me, except when I forget to bring it. So we got to Turks and Caicos and we realized, you know, and it was, that wasn't the only thing I forgot. There were a couple of other toiletry items. I basically had a whole shelf well, in my bathroom that I forgot. Well, because there weren't um, soap or conditioner and shampoo. There, we, we had some kind of soap <laughs> in the thing, but most importantly, it was no deodorant. I'm like, there's a lot of things I'll do without. We're going to the grocery store. Plus, we knew we could get beer there, which we did. So we go to the grocery store in Turks and Caicos of all places. And we go down the uh, aisle where they have deodorant. And they have the exact deodorant I use. The Menin Speedstick Ocean Surf. Big surprise, right? Um, they have it in about a half-size container of the one that I normally use, which allegedly is TSA proof. But it was like much smaller, which if you're trying to combine more liquids into a thing, into a, into a travel bag, that's exactly what you want. Uh, but now I will let everyone know that you should know this. Everything in Turks and Caicos is about double the price it is on uh, in the U.S. Oh yeah. Just so you know, you're going to spend double. I mean, it's harder for them to get things out there. So most islands are expensive. Turks and Caicos is even more expensive than what we see on a lot of the others. It's close to one of the most expensive islands we've been to so far, um, which is fine. Um, And but. Now I've got a travel size deodorant that's about half the size of my usual deodorant. And the best thing is this. I didn't think ahead, right? So I didn't buy like, you know, I didn't treat it like it was Costco and buy six of them or eight of them. No, I bought one. So when I use up this travel size deodorant, which think about it, how much do I travel, right? Oh, sorry, Nicole. I ran out of the smaller deodorant. We're going to have to go back to Turks and Caicos. Yeah, because I'm sure Amazon doesn't have it. <laughs> it's not a special fun. trip just for deodorant. <laughs> we have to fun. go to Turks and Caicos so, to buy deodorant. Let's see. We uh, So we forgot to mention fo- collectibles and some others, but we're going to try to be good about it. We collected a couple from Grand Rapids, Michigan at a restaurant where we had dinner after we went to Grace Bay Sound. Um, her name was Robin, I believe. And we didn't think much of Grand Rapids, Michigan, until uh, I got to reading about President Gerald Ford, um, which was after that trip. Um, So it turns out the Gerald Ford Presidential Library is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We have new friends. And when we say collected, that means they're now Facebook friends with Nicole. And when out of the blue, we say, hey, guess what? We've never been to Michigan, so here we come. Uh, We've got friends outside of Detroit, now friends in Grand Rapids. um, So we've collected them uh let's see oh 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 the grace bay car rental company mm-hmm. we went to a really fun bar they were playing a lot of cool 80s music um very happening place and there was like 40 people there wearing the same colored polo shirts of all different shapes sizes genders the whole nine yards and they were all having fun the dance floor was hopping uh nicole couldn't keep herself off the dance floor too long and lo and behold, we made friends with one of the women who works there who found out we were from Texas. And I start talking to the manager of the place and Nicole's talking to, and they were giving us crap because we rented a car from Avis. Uh, budget, I think. No, Avis. Avis, it was Avis. And uh, they're like, oh, you should have rented from us, man. Grace Bay Car Rental, that's the way to go. I actually have the manager's car. Uh, the woman, and our friend was Shay. Our friend was Shay. And Shay was phenomenal. She danced with me all night. We had a blast. She's a huge, she loves like the cowboy, cowgirl culture. Culture. And yeah. she she had her cowboy hat. She had it on the whole night. Um, she's super sad. She doesn't have any cowboy boots. 
So I've promised her the next time we come to Turks and Caicos, I will bring her some cowboy boots. You heard it right there, okay? She said the next time. I, so there I, will be a next time. You have to time. go back for shade. Well, yeah, you got to go back for deodorant. Yeah, cowboy boots and deodorant. Um, But yeah, so uh, Turks and Caicos is a difficult place to get cowboy boots. and uh, She's born and raised there, so yeah, we got to bring her some cowboy boots. We plan on doing the cowboy boots. Nicole even got her size. Um, And she she can't even wear mine. She has tiny feet. Um, Then, oh, so the... uh, Oh, but I would recommend Grace Bay Rental because the other sh- the other rental places you have to get a shuttle to go to them. Right. And Grace Bay meets you right outside the airport. Right. They have your car already there, ready. You hop in it and you go. I mean, we yeah. also didn't we, we didn't know it. You know, yeah. and they are actually from the the mainland. They're from U.S. That they moved there. They're ex- expats and they have made this huge company and they employ a lot of locals i like a whole lot of locals so the locals love them because you know they've helped boost um you know the local economy plus i mean think about this the re- why were so why were there like 30 or 40 of them at the bar that night um they were celebrating that they'd hit some it was the end of march so they hit their first quarter mark and unlike a lot of American companies that like wait, you know, six weeks for the accountants to check and make sure the numbers are right, and we're going to celebrate the first quarter in you know May or June at the end of the second quarter, it was April second, and they're like, all right, we hit our first quarter mark, party, open bar, open food, you know, taking we'll and, have drivers and treating their their treated their people employees. well. We were very proud of that, and we definitely said, you know, when we when we go back, we will definitely use that. Um, well, you said that I'm supposed to go on a girls' trip, so it sounds like I'll go back to get your deodorant. Well, I don't know where all those girls are who said <laughs> sign me up for the girls' trip, Stacy Bennett. <laughs> uh, sign me up for the girls' trip, and I'm sitting on enough points to probably send most of you. I bet um, David could rock a wig pretty well, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not, no, those days are over. Yeah. Um, there's one more story. Um, there's multiple stories. No. Yeah? So what was that bar? You remember where we went? No, of course not. Danny Boy. Danny Boy. How can Boy. you remember? It's your brother's name. Well, if you asked him, he'd tell you I've been trying to forget him since 1975. <laughs> <laughs> if you asked him. Danny Boy. And it, and Boy is spelled B-U-O-Y. Bowie. Danny like Bowie. Bowie. So, but it's, they pronounce it Danny Boy. Okay, so... And it was a really cool bar. It was a really cool bar. It had great music. We were like, we thought we'd be out of there early. And the food looked good, too. We didn't have any, but the food looked good. The food did look good. Um, And there was a good mix of guests, of locals. So we got to get to this story. I don't remember if we've told. Well, I. So when you hear about our first Jamaica trip, you're going to hear about how Nicole tries to kill me on many trips. Um, Nicole tried to kill me in Turks and Caicos. You want to tell them about Shipwreck Hill? Shipwreck Hill. It's not Shipwreck Hill. It's La Familia Shipwreck. And it's there's no hill. Oh, no. I know what you're talking about. There's two what different stories. Talk- oh, my gosh. We're two different stories. <laughs> All right. So first we'll tell you. So first we'll tell you the fun part. Yeah. So we yeah, went oh, to yeah, a this shipwreck. This is not so fun. So she set up a, an excursion for us. with. It uh, was so fun. Who was? What was the company? Mako Water Sports. Mako. Nicole knows Mako everything except pronunciation. That's not her strength. Mako Water Sports. And they hooked us up. 
with a guy another earnestly earnestly and we took jet skis and the first thing we did was we went to a shipwreck and what it was was it was a russian oil tanker that got beached in a hurricane, a hurricane in like late 80s or yeah. early 90s and it got stuck there and they've just left it there so it's sitting in the ocean mildly rotting away and so you jet ski out there and you climb up the shipwreck which by the way it looks beautiful because you know like all the rust is like all these reds and oranges and it's set on this backdrop of this brilliant blue turquoise waters it's gorgeous and so we climb up a rope ladder to the top and you know i'm not slim (laughs) and uh got a bad knee but we go up and now you have to walk through this old tiny rusting ship and it's like don't step there don't go through that door oh you went through the wrong door and the object is to climb to the top of the ship and then jump off so you know my fear of heights was going bonkers and now a little uh pontoon boat full of folks who'd floated out there just to see it they weren't getting on they start egging us on earnestly is egging me on so Nicole has a broken tailbone that's never truly healed. And she does these kind of things from time to time, but sadly has learned over the last 10 years that if she hurts her tailbone much... I, I'm out for six months. It, it could be <laughs> yeah. bad. So we got to the top and she took a look down and decided, I just can't, I don't want to do this. I can't jump from this high. We have too many trips planned. I don't want to ruin course there's no reason for me not to jump other than my fear of heights and obviously if you're afraid of heights jumping from them on the one hand making the jump is is dangerous to your brain yet the flip side is you thinking well if i jump i'm no longer up high (laughs) so with the egging and egging and egging on uh i jumped i jumped off the russian oil tanker shipwreck and now I know what Nicole's broken tailbone feels like. <laughs> I didn't break it. I recuperated in about two or three weeks. Yes, weeks. And think about this, though. I will tell you, as much as I fly, there was a lot of flights in April. And that is the worst. That is the worst. The exact positioning of an airplane seat and the little minimal amount of cushioning and where your tailbone hits. Those are like two or three weeks worth of like, I'm willing to give up the companion pass flights because of that. So, um, but we did that. And then we take a long jet ski ride, which the other thing was as if it's not bad enough, you know, Ernestly's going at like 60 miles an hour. And I'm like, I'm keeping up with Ernestly. So me and my tailbone are now bouncing on the jet ski like nobody's business. And we got to a floating bar. Yeah. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark Bar. And it was great. It was so great. We were like... There's a dance floor. Two bars. Waitress. uh, Extremely... Hey, single guys. Extremely attractive clientele. Very little bikinis. Lots of selfie picture taken. Absolutely. (laughs) Get out there for a day. Get your own jet ski. Don't take a door. Just go crash out there. The yeah, party because you was, don't have to have... You can If you rent a jet ski, you can just go out there yourself. The party was hopping for like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. It was really excellent. Yeah, it was and a lot of fun. So that was the first time she tried to kill me on the same trip. So that's two times on one trip. 
I didn't tell you to jump. The next day, oh, you were the only one in the ocean <laughs> not telling me to jump. Um, the next day was when she made me climb a mountain. Yeah, I was at Sapadilla Bay. There's a uh, there's a mountain. Well, it's a hill. It's it's the pretty much the highest point on Providenciales, which is fairly flat. I.e. Mount Providenciales. <laughs> um, but at the top, there are all these rocks where I knew there was inscriptions from stranded sailors from years and years. So, like, they call it the, the pirate inscription. So, all these pirates. So That's how she sold you, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You heard from Savannah that the pirates are going to get me he every time. loves the pirates. This, so, the top, the peak of this hill is, is on a northeast point of the island. Um, where you could probably see for miles and miles and miles and be seen. And so, you know, back in the late 18th and early 19th centuries, you know, ships would get there or they'd crash and stranded. And, well, you know, uh, like I said, there's got this l- large shelf around the entire island. So it's very shallow for quite a ways and then it drops off. But all of that shallow area means a lot of ships get stranded. But it also means that the ships that get stranded, the sailors can get off and walk inland. And they have figured out many years ago that this was the highest point facing the the um, main, uh, the, the Caribbean main, where many ships would be passing. So they would hang out up there on the top of this hill, hoping to be seen and picked up by passing ships. So she makes me hike up this trail, this trail that has cactus, sticker bushes, um, falling rocks, falling rocks, uneven rocks, and most importantly, no path um, whatsoever. I've got wide feet. Like I wear New Balance wides. Um, my feet were wider than most of the paths. Going uphill, it's you know 90 degrees and humid, and to get to the top of this hill to look at inscriptions from what she said were pirates. And it was very steep uphill. It wasn't like a gradual climb. It was. It was a climb. Oh, she's admitting attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> but the view from the butt, the top was phenomenal. Yeah. See, the thing about somebody who has a concern about heights going up a hill or a mountain is you're already thinking, how the heck am I getting down from this <laughs> hill or mountain? And so I got up there, and we did, we did bring a drink. But there were, there were, yes, we did. They were in my pockets. Shh. But there were like um, there were inscriptions from the 1700s. Like in, in the it was 1800s, in yeah. 1800s. It was it was really cool. It took us a while to find them because like there's no, it's not marked. It's not like it's an open area to invite people and whatnot. Other than there was a little sign. It said "Pirates Inscriptions This Way." <laughs> at the very bottom. Yes, at the very bottom. <laughs> so that was when she tried to kill me the day we were leaving, and. Uh, and then, so the, the, then the fun thing was when uh, we went down to the, uh, the uh, bay for our last little bit there, and um, Nicole was letting me take a picture or two of her in the water, and there was these three young girls from where? New York. And they all came over, and they're like, you're not taking her picture right. And I'm like, I've been taking this girl's picture for five six seven eight years what are you talking and the girls are like 
do you want us to take your pit? Like, sure. So these two young girls take Nicole out into the water and start telling her how to pose for good pictures and whatnot. And I'm like sitting back there watching all this going, is this really my life? <laughs> <laughs> this is just beyond what you can imagine. They had a blast and lived it up. Nicole felt like a, you know, Caribbean Sports Illustrated model. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, we had a good time. There was, I will say, so we've we've preached, you know, the benefits of Grace Bay. So Taylor Bay and Sopadilla Bay. Oh, and Grace Bay has JoJo the Dolphin that I was so hoping to see, yeah. but JoJo did not make an appearance while we were there. So you have to watch out for JoJo the Dolphin. He's a wild dolphin, but he loves people, and he will come up um, and and visit. And JoJo has had offspring, and now some of his offspring actually sometimes will come up to Grace Bay, too, and interact with the tourists. So that's the pro on Grace Bay. And I really wouldn't give a con, but on so that you know, it's if you like crowded. something a little more secluded, probably a little bit more high dollar, um, but a little bit spoiled um, on both Taylor and Sopadilla Bay, there are numerous little, I don't know what you want to call them, large Airbnbs, like mm -hmm. multi rooms or whatnot. Where, you know, they specifically reserve a section of the beach and chairs. We got kicked off a chair one time because we didn't realize it was reserved for those folks. There are numerous ones of those where you get out and walk out of the back of the building in the morning and you're looking at this, one of the most beautiful bays you've seen in the world. And, you know, you have private access to it. And um, that would be, uh, let's spoil the heck out of ourselves. Like that would be where a girl's trip should stay. As long as you rent a vehicle. A girl's trip would be a great, that would be a great place because you could go out to the beach and have your private space and know that you're safe and you're on your own. You can walk out 100 plus feet into the water and it's only up to your knees. And so, you know, whether you swim well or don't swim at all or, you know, don't like being in, immersed in water, you've got those options. But um, there's lots of really cool restaurants. There's a yeah. Deconk Shack um, who has phenomenal conch. Um, yep other seafood as well and then and and they have uh dancing and karaoke is there there at, on different nights um there is a there's a restaurant and i forget the name of it but it has it's in the all the tables are in the water so you're in the water um no we we didn't get a chance to go there ah, but more things um, to go back for <laughs> but like i've I've done all this research, and sometimes I can't get to all the places that, you know, I find that we can do. Um, but, you know, part of the fun is looking and seeing what you can do and doing, getting the most out of any trip you can m make. And so the last thing, the crazy story, right? It's not really crazy, but we're here talking, so I guess it's a little bit crazy. We had actually just gone to the Bahamas the month before with um, Nicole's brother, uh, Stephen, and his wife, Linda. And we went to the island of Eleuthera, which you'll hear about one day. And Eleuthera, Turks and Caicos, and Barbados, as we sit here talking in September of 23, those are the top three candidates for us. And in Eleuthera, we also for a had place a car. To live in our, future. our retirement place. Uh, Eleuthera also had cars that where you sat on the right and drove on the left. And I was the only one that drove that trip for some reason. But And Stephen was impressed. Everybody was impressed that I really got, I did really well in Eleuthera. So that's in February. So now we go to Turks and Caicos, and again, I was doing the driving, and I'm like, man, if I could take to this, this 
quickly. Obviously, this means what's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so the last thing we do on Turks and Caicos is we go to the gas station a couple miles from the airport to fill up with gas. And um, we do. And so um, it's a busy day because it's Monday morning. And I'm waiting to turn out of the gas station to the right, which means I have to cross the lane that is going to the left. And so I'm looking to my left for the lane I'm going to go into to see if cars are coming from my left going right. And then I see a gap where there are no cars. And I go, oh, go, forgetting that I'm crossing the lane of traffic coming from the other way. He tried and to kill me. <laughs> okay, so the scores at this point, the score is three to one. <laughs> uh, we almost got broadsided at about 45 miles an hour. I actually had oh, a swerve. By the way, the, um, the speed limit on the entire island is 35. Nobody goes 35. Nah. No They're 30 going 55, 60, yeah. 70. She was going to get hit at about 45, 50, and it yeah. was... Um, although I did say to her, hey, it was my side of the car. Um, I swerved, he swerved and braked. There was some honking. There was some uh, very few words spoken for a couple minutes while we gathered our thoughts about our near miss with death. Um, and we didn't have uh, we didn't have the C CPO guard yet at that time. <laughs> Shout out to CPO guard. Uh, so that was the crazy story is that we almost didn't make it home on the day we were coming home. Um, but the summary of Turks and Caicos, if we have sorry clear, kids, we didn't tell them that story. Yeah, we made it home. They don't. They're fine. <laughs> I, I, the summary is this: we've made if, if we haven't made it clear, we really love Turks and Caicos. We're gonna go back probably more than once, and who knows? There's a chance in about eleven or twelve years, you may come to visit Turks and Caicos and come find the uh, the amazing. bar, the judge's bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like that about wraps us up. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. Um, we really appreciate David and Nicole for sharing all their insight so that when we go travel these places, we know where to go. This has been Amazing Adventures with David and Nicole.